0: Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. Hi community, this is Parker. I want to tell you about a new series exclusively about paint correction. So if you want to hear tips, techniques and trends on paint correction tune in weekly to the paint assassins hour okay enjoy the episode
1: welcome to the pints and polishing podcast uh mr patterson i don't know about you but i have been looking forward to this host for so long that i decided to grow my hair out so that i could have Oh. A hair off competition. You,
2: you, right like, now? Hold gonna, on. So yeah. you so you have a beanie on now. How yes, but I did
1: it just so I could just present it and then I'm gonna pull the beanie off. It's gonna be just this a magical flow of hair. There's this golden. You're gonna rocks. have
2: a magical flow of hair.
1: Yeah, because you know, we we're gonna have a hair competition.
2: Go. Ready?
1: <laughs> Hold on, I gotta drink this beer first. Yeah,
2: definitely, because that definitely grows hair in All right. a week.
1: Uh I specifically was saving you, one of these beers, Josh the Boss Hog, barley wine ale flavored with plum puree. All right. You ready?
2: In rye whiskey?
1: Yep. Rye whiskey. Uh, Mr. Patterson. Is there
2: a reason there's only one each of these for tonight?
1: Yes, there is. Like I said, I saved. Uh, that means that there was others that were consumed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Patterson, since you know our guests so incredibly well... Uh, I think you said you sexted one time or sexted? You're sixteen or sixth. I can't remember what you I said. I think
2: we're talking about the amount of times we've been on air together, and it was oh, six. Oh. So I made the joke of uh, six night stand. Six, six night, night stand. stand. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, you're having was a that six jealousy, jealousy night stand? coming through party. I I,
2: I I sense it as well, and I, I feel it <laughs> too. So I don't know, but yeah. Uh, those but you. Did
1: you get to eat corn though, sitting on the dock of a bay, uh, staring into his golden locks?
2: No, but I did with my wife. She got to stare into his wife's eyes while I stared into his for a good several hours wow. right off the little, what do you call that, a bay? We, yeah, had, we had brunch. Ocean. We had brunch that <laughs> turned into lunch, that turned into yep. a couple of drinks, and it was a good time.
3: Dude, every time I pass that restaurant still, I'm like, remember that one time? That was that was a good time. Were you at, band camp? Uh, I don't uh, think yeah, we... Uh, Apparently,
1: it we it we found out on Camp. the community pub uh, that uh, Bandcamp has some moments.
2: Apparently, yeah, I, I was I yeah, know. I heard that one.
1: All right, introduce uh, th- this wonderful guest of ours.
2: Yeah, those of you who don't know his voice and, already, <laughs> and, right <laughs> from his own podcast <laughs> or caught the hair joke earlier. We got Jimbo Balam.
3: <laughs> is that what that was? That was a joke, Marty. That whole thing,
2: dude, has no hair. It has to be a joke. Was that a joke? Uh, did you not
1: think? Oh, you thought it was real? Yeah. I did so good, didn't I? Oh, he was was still waiting for you to pull the beanie He was still waiting. I was still waiting. (laughs) 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 All right, Jimbo, how long have you been doing Jimbo's Detailing Podcast?
3: Uh, Since 2014. I think it was like late July, early August of 2014, I've been doing the podcast. Uh, And then Detailing, I started in May of 2008.
4: Ooh.
1: May of 2008. Have you noticed uh, how many other detailing podcasts have come up lately? It's been pretty cool to see quite a few yeah. new uh, new podcasts pop up.
3: Yeah, it's it's really cool. And even outside of the detailing industry, it seems like um, that a, a lot of people are seeing the benefits of having a podcast. You know, well, so it's been, yeah.
1: It's been all right, now tell us about your podcast uh, for people that uh, have not listened to it.
3: Sure. So interviewed uh, a ton of, uh, of uh, detailers at the top of their game, like DJ Patterson.
1: Hey, like nice to know that at, guy. At the top of your game. Uh, I only have
3: did. the best when
2: That was at the top of my game, Yeah, man. that's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're on
1: that downward slope. yeah. does yeah, that feel, uh,
2: that skid? You know?
1: How many years has it been?
2: almost 11 yeah yeah
1: since you were on his podcast and skidded oh yeah. <laughs> our our our, our, fir, our first one night stand our first night stand yeah, your first night yeah. stand. That had
2: to have been what five years ago i don't know yeah yeah that it's that was re- kind of yeah. in here earlier like it was yeah, like yeah. episode i don't know 100 or something like that i remember yep yep Dead well were the over 100? 400 I,
3: episodes i don't think i was it. the 100th no, no. Let me, uh, yeah. Number 100 was Barry Maguire. so... No, I didn't make the cut. No, you didn't make the cut. Yeah. Rightfully so, like, I didn't... Uh, who do I want, no. DJ Patterson or... or Barry, yeah. I, Barry McGuire, so... I mean, you I might get as well it. do... I'm you know, just Mr. glad Patterson. I was in the running
2: yeah. for, for who gets 100 spot wasn't nice. near him. You were 101?
1: So
4: I,
2: yeah. Oh, okay, I don't nice. know. I don't know yet. You were 93. That 93. So you were close. Yeah. I was before him. Yeah, he was yeah. so eager, he couldn't wait for 100, and he just had to have me on.
3: Yeah. Yep. I get it. That's pretty much what it was. So, eco-friendly car detailing with DJ Patterson.
2: It's got to be your top most top
3: viewed. It what well, it is. That's how I found it. Yeah. It's like, "Oh, I just got my stats and then number 1 was DJ." And then so. skid
1: since then, huh? Yeah, I've like just, uh, <laughs> just been on the down and down <laughs> since then, but uh
2: Hey man.
1: All right, Jimbo uh for the people that don't know you, uh give us a brief background. Who are you? I know you talk I'm about your podcast, but maybe. I mean, yeah, I know you're a car washer. Give us your story. Where a car you grew washer. up. Uh <laughs> All that fun stuff.
3: <laughs> now I, yeah, detailer and then uh, product tester, YouTuber, and podcaster, or er, I'm all the ers. now Man. that's
1: that's been a journey though, right? yeah, you've
2: added some things.
3: yeah. oh, yeah, definitely. So it started with it just started with, you know, I was a fleet, what I call like a fleet washer, literally, like an office building car washer. Uh, and that was great. Honestly, it was great money. I started at nineteen in two thousand and eight. and um, it was, it was great money at the time. It beat, you know, going to college and doing that whole route. Um, But then after, you know, four or five years of doing that, you know, you get tired of it. You know, I've literally a normal day was 10 to 12 cars for me. Uh, Not details, but you know, car washes or mini details as I call them. And so um, as it got more and more boring because it was so repetitive um, I wanted to like fill my mind with Stuff because I was just getting bored, you know, and so getting bored of myself. And so, uh, yeah, I, could, I could see I that. List- yeah. oh, say that again.
2: <clears throat> what <laughs> I could see you getting bored of yourself, yeah,
3: which usually doesn't happen. Just
2: looking at your hair but through it, the, it, the shiny cars and reflection all that's day, it. every day. I'd get sick of that, like, too. Man,
3: I'm just so tired sitting of sitting that California. Sun, so, so now you had to go and know, listen. To was your it day. like 75 yeah. degrees yeah. every day? <laughs> I would get bored of <laughs> yeah. that, too, yeah, man. Late December, you know. Stuff like that. Jeez. So uh, I mean do you have blue skies anyway. literally every day? I mean that's huh? terrible. At
2: least at some point in the day, right? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I started listening to audiobooks and then podcasts. And that's um, I started listening to a lot of business podcasts. And these guys were making like incredible money, you know, hundred thousand bucks a month.
1: Do you remember some and of those? I was like some of those early huh? podcasts you would listen to? What's that? Do you remember some of those podcasts? That oh you yeah, listen- like
3: Entrepreneur on Fire. Um, Pat Flynn show, whatever that was called, Smart Passive Income. Um, listened to uh, Jason. This guy Jason had another one. Uh, it was They were all based around like online businesses. And so at the time, my mindset was like, okay, I kind of want to get out of detailing. Like it's been cool, but I kind of want to get out of it. The money's not super great. You know, maybe I could start a podcast talking about I don't know what, you mm-hmm. know. And so I was talking to this guy one day and he's like, like, yeah, I want to start a podcast because these guys are making so much money. And like, I see it as an opportunity to make money, but I just don't know what I would talk about. You know, he's like, man, you're an idiot. Like you've been detailing, this is 2014. So by that time, I had been detailing for six years. He's like, you've been detailing for six years. You talk about how you do, you know, 10, 12 cars a day. You probably know everything there is to know about cleaning a car. Why don't you just talk about that? And I was like, okay, like that sounds good. Cause that seems like I could just you know, riff and do it. It's not a big deal. And I'm like, but someone has had to have done it already, or is doing it. And so I looked it up, and no one was doing like the odd. No one had. Yeah, no. I think weren't podcast. you the
2: first? Yeah, you were the yeah. first, weren't or you? definitely one of the. I mean, the first. Yeah. Though, right.
3: Was it? Le- so what I found out I later was like. I think so. Yeah, yeah. What's that?
2: We're trying to. We're. De- we're figuring out if you were the first one. I think we were the first one, though, right? In the industry.
3: So, Clo- well so what i found out later was larry with ammo had a podcast that's right but he like didn't really put out any episodes and then i found out rennie had like back in like 2005 because there was like an early podcast movement like yeah 2005. There, was. there was a brief moment
1: really yeah
3: but huh. it didn't catch like, on so, yet
1: i don't think all the it, platforms had developed enough yet People gotcha on exactly as much we're so much so more there was on our a phones couple. now
3: than we were then gotcha But they, because there was no, like, there was no lipsin there was no, um, what's the other one? Whatever. There was no platform to, like, distribute it out. So people were just putting them on their own websites. So, like, Mel Craig had one, but they had all fizzled out because they did a few episodes in, like, 2005, 2006, and then it didn't go anywhere. So in 2014 um, was kind of the right time, I guess, that there was – a platform to kind of distribute it that was easy enough to make it work mm-hmm. and so i just went for it jimbo and then i went crazy
1: when you had the idea to do it how long did it take until it came to fruition
3: the next day i well mm. within a week because i've always like so you
1: moved pretty quick One, you like initially you. thought on yeah. it and then you within a week you you acted
3: yeah i would say i talked to the guy who gave me that like was like you idiot just start talking about what you do Uh, that was like on a weekend and then i I think i started recording my first episodes like on that next wednesday (laughs) just on my phone like through the voice memo through the voice recorder and then kind of in that time try to figure out how to you know i didn't know anything about websites or anything so yeah but pretty quick
1: all right uh and when you were trying to do things initially, the, the the reason why I'm asking the question is, I think there's a lot of detailers that have ideas of things they want to do, right? Not necessarily, like we mentioned, there's detailers coming out with podcasts. Great, love love that they're they're on the platform doing it. Right. We you know we recommend as you know one like uh, Brandon from Tim's Mobile Detail who does a a local podcast yep. designed to you know help interact with you know realtors or you know, business owners locally so that they can use that for brand awareness. But, you know, however a detailer wants to build out their podcast, once they create the idea in their mind that they want to do it, what do you think it really takes uh, for somebody to go from a mind's idea to putting it into action? And this is uh, definitely chasing a rabbit here, and we don't want to go too long in it. But 30 seconds, your opinion, what does it really take for somebody to have an idea and then just, boom, go with it?
3: I mean, it all comes down to you got to do the work. You know, it takes time to sit down and record a podcast episode. It takes time that's to take the recording and upload it. That's a, that's a um, you know, it, it, it just ta- you got to do the work, you know, and that is I think that's why that's the big separator between ideas and execution is the work in between. So it's hard if you're detailing and you're detailing and that's your full time gig and you're doing it for money and you got a family and all that. Like, when do you fit it in to record a podcast and then upload it and then, you know, respond to comments and deal with all that? And then, too, if it, it could be discouraging if you don't get any listeners or no one's interacting and you're like, man, I'm doing this thing, but like, no one even cares, you know? So, but I think it all boils down to just doing the work, you know? If somebody's ready hard. to
1: do it, and then they'll jump into it. Basically, is what yeah. you're saying. If they understand right. the amount of work and they're ready to do it, then right, then they will. Cool. Well, we're talking. Uh, we're talking completely about something different than what what we really wanted to jump into today.
2: <laughs> what are we jumping into today?
1: Well, we're starting a new series on, well, family. Uh, how does family intertwine with business? How, how does family? benefit business how does it cause issues in some people's business right which is is a good uh good discussion to have with both you both strong family men uh so strong
3: strong devout right wow devout. i see those posts dj i know you're strong yeah you're look,
1: i know right look at those guns look at let <laughs> me move that camera look how Whoa. big they've got yeah, man
2: look at that hey listen put the, you
3: got sleeves on that shirt man
2: uh, i had to take them off
1: oh uh, it had a swoosh. We had to take that swoosh off. He
2: won't let me wear Nike on air. It's weird. That's sort of I'm like, dude.
1: Uh, before we do, before we do, <laughs> I, <can't, laughs> I
2: know, right? I can't wear their <laughs> brand, but
1: before we do, what do you think of old clown shoes, uh, Josh the Boss Hawk, When you start drinking it,
2: when I start drinking it, yeah, it's good.
1: Uh, that's that's very deep.
2: <clears throat> it's Jimbo's impressed flavors. by your wealth <laughs> of knowledge. So, it was good. It's just not my favorite.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you taste the plum in it?
2: I taste the whiskey. Do you like plum? I don't. I'm not a big plum fan. Okay. And the I'm not a big, I don't like the uh, whiskey and I hate, I don't like tasting whiskey and when I'm drinking beer. Yeah. So, both Those.
1: You got that. I I thought you would like it for that tartness. There's just a little bit of tartness to it.
2: Yeah, But, but it, if you it, don't like plum, it then you're not going to enjoy all, that. Yeah.
1: Jimbo, are you
3: a plum guy? You like plums? I I, would, I eat plums. Yeah, I, I do, like too. Plums. I like plums. Maybe. Hmm.
2: Yeah. I like plum crazy on a Dodge. Plum crazy on a Dodge. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Uh, are you a whiskey guy? You ever drink whiskey?
3: I'm not a whiskey guy. I'm kind of a Jägermeister guy. Oh, oh my Just go straight for it, huh?
2: You, like, mix it up or you, like, shoot it or what?
3: Either way. All right. I sip it.
2: Now I know you're a, a – is it truly or White Claw? <laughs> <no. laughs> yeah.
4: <Hey, so>
2: either. <laughs> e- e- either, yeah. It doesn't matter.
1: Have, there's so many of the, you know, smaller dis- – not dispensaries. And I was going to say distilleries, not even distilleries. So many uh, small uh, brewers that have come out with their own – Seltzer. Seltzer, yeah. Have you had the one from Welltown here locally? I they call not. it Well Water. Mm-mm. Oh my word, it you—it's trouble. Good? It really is trouble. Is
2: it truly better than Truly though? Listen,
1: <laughs> we we should have a we should we should put them next. We should put them next to each other. I really? I would go after. I would do the Welltown. Really? I would take yeah. Local Oklahoma. Yeah, local yeah, yeah it's, like it, a it's, it's, it's a race. Yeah, it's pretty like good. What
3: happens first? Do you get a buzz or a stomach ache? Though, you know. On uh on
1: Wellwater they I think it's they try and do that low sugar type like no sugar. It. Yeah, it's Got it. I think Truly's even that way, isn't it?
2: There's no sugar, is yeah. there? Yeah. Wow,
1: oh.
3: Gotta step my game up then.
1: Definitely. You must be doing that lemonade stuff that Truly lemonade. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, I'm not a big fan of that.
3: I don't either. I, I got it because
2: whatever what's her name? <laughs> wanted it. Renee or So, when yeah, you're Renee drinking the Boss
1: it. Hog, all right? But what do you taste? You got anything good? Nothing good. Um, hold on. <clears throat> I mean, you got a strong ale flavor in there. There's definitely a strong ale flavor. It's uh, just that it's just that tartness of the plum. It's that I don't that's taste what that. You don't I like? taste
2: the whiskey more than anything. Oh, you taste whiskey? Yeah, like and right
1: th- maybe that's why I really like it.
2: Possibly because um, I'm. A but if I'm gonna drink guy. whiskey, I would rather have Coke, and whiskey.
1: Uh, we do have a new local Tulsa uh, distillery that makes a really good whiskey. Oh, cool.
2: Yeah. A yeah, nice Christmas gift to a friend of a friend. Yeah. Wow. Jimbo, is that? Are you the friend of the friend?
3: Yeah. That you can send it to me. Okay. DJ. Well, perfect. DJ can send it to Jimbo. <laughs> there you go.
1: There you go. All right. So, Jimbo, when when you look across the industry, uh, DJ, I want you to chime in too. What What do you guys see? Relatively, are detailers usually family guys or detailers non-family guys? Where where do you see the mix? Because it, it could go both ways. Um, there's plenty that run uh, run around like uh, anybody that they wanna you know, it's just whoever they wanna be and do what they wanna do, and then there's plenty of detailers that go, No, I'm I'm family, I'm I'm very built into raising a family and growing a business. So when you guys look across the industry, what do you guys see?
3: You know, I think it, it's interesting. I think there are a lot of family guys, but I think I also see one thing that plagues a lot of guys is they overwork themselves. So I don't know if maybe they're not showing their family or uh, a couple of the guys that I've even met with in real life, uh, their family life has been hindered because of this detailing thing that kind of becomes, you know, it's it can become an obsession for a lot of people and it's hard to it's, it's really hard to find a balance, right? And, and a few guys that I've talked to, they haven't been able to find that balance, that like work-life balance, and they just work, you know, to the bone, and it's really hindered their family life, you know? So for me personally, that's one thing that I've always tried to be really vigilant of is, you know, making sure or trying to have that balance a little bit, which I think can be really difficult, but From the
1: people that you've interviewed or the people that you're in contact with, or what do you think that percentage is on family to non family type?
3: I would say the majority of them have families. I would say, yeah.
1: DJ, president of the IDA, all the different people that you interact with, how do you see the industry? A lot of family people or non family?
2: I see a lot of family. So there's either there's either the uh, a lot of family and then there's the young guys that come in that are just still with mom and dad and growing and in that, that earlier grind phase. But a lot of the guys and girls that I talk to, they all have families and they're pretty dedicated to their families as well. Now, you'll talk to guys and I've been that way too before where you just there's always a season when you just dive in so much and that's all you do. But eventually Evan wakes up and says, Man, like I'm 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 married to the business. I've missed out on a whole year of my son's life. I don't know. Just so everyone, I think has that I've met guys and myself too, have that have had that wake up point to where you're like, damn, like I'm literally, I'm, this is all I do, you know? So, um, so when you're talking about balance Jimbo, I I get that for sure. I've been there before I've worked myself 80 hours a week, um, literally. And, um, it's just, I miss out on everything and it's just not worth it, you know? So, um, but yeah, a lot of people that I talk to have, uh, All right, have so families. Let,
1: Let's pause right there and let's talk since both of you guys have been talking about work life balance and and you just mentioned, you know, missing stuff and, you know, was it worth it or not?
4: Mm.
1: Let's 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 pause and ask the question, how how do you guys evaluate what's worth it or not? Right? How how do you how do you go, okay, well, this thing in family that my wife wants me to do or this thing that my daughter or son or whatever But then I also have this thing that I need to be doing with work. Where's Where's that? What is the determining, you know, checklist or you know? How do you? What's that scale look like on determining which?
3: Yeah. So. Want to go first, DJ?
2: Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) like so. I'm dealing with it right now, actually. Is that there's a there's a time when you first start your business, like you you have to work eighty hours if you want it to get to a point to where it runs itself or it makes you money, an actual true profit, to where you're not the one behind the rag and the polisher making the money. You have to grind like that. If you want it to faster, if if you want it to grow your business at a nice, successful, nice, nice rate. So all those times that I worked eighty hours a week and sacrificed some family time, to me right now, it was worth it because now I'm in a situation, personally, with with home life to where I can't work anymore. Like, I need to be home with my kids and my wife, and, and I can't do too much. I, I don't go to the office anymore, really. Like, I work from home a lot, but I'm able to do that because I, I, I sacrificed so many years of missing things and doing this and working 80-plus out, and, and and it's paid off. And I had a moment this past couple of days where I'm like, damn, like, Cool. Now, I'm not done yet. I'm not done growing the business. I'm not done at all. But I'm to a point where I, I've worked enough to where I can I can comfortably sit back and say I know it's taken care of. Still got money coming in, and now I can focus somewhere else and not have to be tied in every single hour of the business.
1: And definitely, your situation now is unique.
2: Very unique. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: six months. Nah, let's not even go 2020. Let's go 2019 and 18. Like, where would you where would you evaluate? Right. I mean, at, at 2018, 2019, you're still eight to nine years into your business. So you're not early. Where would you take, hey, my wife is sending me this message to do something or, hey, I, I need to go do Yeah. versus, hey, I really need to be working on the business. How, where would you where would you take those moments and how would you assess the priority?
2: it was on a case by case basis <laughs>
1: understandable uh-huh. what what were the check marks like what would you use to evaluate that criteria
2: it's very hard to explain like the intuitive like it's like i know this has to get done and i know i'm sacrificing something over here i, I know i'm going to piss you off i know i'm going to make you upset son but i know as a man that this has to get done over here because it future things rely on this to get done. So I can't really, but then
1: there was times you didn't do
2: right. And those are times where I'm like, you know what? I can piss this client off and not deliver on this expet, uh, this, this time or request this and that, or miss out on that revenue opportunity because I'm going to choose this over here. And, and it's worth it because maybe I've missed four prior it's the fifth time I'm going to go ahead and sh- I'm it's I need some I'm going to go ahead and choose. So you just went with your gut. I always There wasn't I'm, there I'm wasn't I'm like a it. there's yeah. no you're, checklist. A,
1: okay, but you're big on right. you're big on, you know, having, you know,
2: yeah, I am. processes but and I'm all also that. Into, so there's no
1: process for that. You no, just went with your gut.
2: It's whatever. it's it's real time like, okay, I've missed two of his games. I don't care if this is a thousand dollar job. I'm not doing it because I missed two of my son's games. I can't miss another game. Now, if I had missed it in a while and something came up and it's like you know, cool. I just, it's, it's all about balance. I can kind of feel when I'm doing too much over here versus over here and kind of make adjustments based on that.
1: All right. Uh, you got that gut check feeling off of a lot of mistakes uh, and then a lot of successes. Yeah. Right. I would imagine we'll go into the rewards of it uh, here in a little bit. Uh, Jimbo, how do you evaluate when you've got, uh,
3: it's kind of the same thing it it, it really is a case-by-case case scenario i will say that i tried to uh set some parameters i guess is or or even hours that i would work uh, or you know to kind of begin to set that expectation so like i never work sundays so sundays are usually completely off the table right so of the time, I'm home on Sundays. Now, if there's a random thing and I got to do it or I need to meet a deadline, because I take 99% of them off, like, I can do it one or two times a year and it's not a big deal, right? And then it kind of, as I had more kids, Saturdays became Mm -hmm. another day that I took off. So, you know, it was 85% of the time I wouldn't work Saturdays, or I'm just using arbitrary numbers, but, you know, the the vast majority of the time I would have Saturday and Sunday off. So, if, you know, one Saturday a month I had to go out and work for a few hours. It was no big deal. Um, and even to this day, like, I asked you if we can move this podcast up because usually my day wraps around 4.30, right? And I go home, right? And it's been like that forever. And so... Um, you know, I try to set these kind of guardrails or these like <clears throat> parameters that are, you know, s- something's not constantly popping up every day that I have to choose between. So on the days that I don't have to choose between stuff, there's a little bit more flexibility than when things pop up, you know?
1: All right. So the the reason, l- let me give some uh, background going into some of the next questions and which is why I love the opening discussion for this new series because, you know, I, I didn't do, I didn't do balance. I still don't do balance. I'm completely all on the work side. Um, I mean, DJ can remember when I was at the car wash, uh, I, except for the times when I would go get beers, I, so I, I didn't remember I, I him worked. a
2: lot. I didn't remember him a lot at the car wash then if that's the case. <laughs> you were, you were, you were uh, DJ
1: just remembers me going to get beers because every time he'd come in from school and was ready to work, I'd be like, "Cool, I'm going to go get beers." Yeah, he had
2: been working from seven to uh, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I just I've I, well, but you remember then we also started the little side business where we cleaned the cars for that uh buy here pay here place down at Bixby at 151st Yeah, yeah. You know, we I I couldn't sit still. On that aspect, right? I mean, there was always stuff going on. Then we had the, you know, the stuff of the, the uh, where we were doing valet. Yeah, we I did mean, there's,
2: it lo- just, a lot of little.
1: It's just, I, I, that's me. Yeah, I've always just enjoyed that. I, anything that right. I'm creating, something, and it's where I get fulfillment. Now, right. I didn't pick the right spouse that met who I am. I made a very costly mistake. And it cost me not only massive uh, uh, wrong business decisions, but also then emotional scarring and a lot of problems with me as a person. Which, if we're all small business owners, that well, listen. if mean, if you're emotionally fucked up, how where does your business go? Right? I mean, it's, we're it's we're right. direct into where our business. So if if you're struggling 100%. on that, like it makes it makes business really difficult so you know a lot of the premise of this is because it's cool where the direction where you're at you know and i I love having jimbo on for this initial one is it'd be a good uh a good discussion to go back and forth of mistakes that people have made plus people that are doing things really well Mm -hmm. um i I didn't know balance i i went ahead and missed the games to go get a 50 dollar detail where i would go clean somebody's car got it i, I mean that was just me yeah you know I, I i didn't do the things that were to uh emotionally bring my wife stability but i went hey if i'm taking care of this customer i'm putting money into a spot to where we can grow and we can eventually make it years down the road like i said right. i just didn't pick the right spouse right i, I want to ask this question how how did you know, and I—I I mean, it, you might have just lucked out, right? You could go. Well, I just, fucking, just put it in the I right didn't. one, and I lucked out. Well, <laughs> I put it in the wrong one, <laughs> and and I did not luck out. My sister even later would go, God, could you put it in any other hole? Oh, like, if I fucking, get it! I get it. Like <laughs> any other hole would have been much better. <laughs> she like, said
2: that to you. That's fucking, fucking awesome. brutal. <laughs> well, we
1: we have a lot of words for my ex-wife. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, mean, like uh, <laughs> our family <laughs> suffered great, greatly. So. Do you say you guys lucked out or did you, I mean, how did you go about picking out somebody to to share your life with that you, did you know, or how did you go about thinking that they would be with you uh, in your business?
0: Hey, this is Parker, and I'm popping in to invite you for a beer on the Live Community Pub, Wednesday night at 730 Central. The Zoom ID is 918-800-1188. That's a Live Community Pub. Wednesday night at 7.30 central. The Zoom ID is 918-800-1188. Come on, you can have just one, can't you?
3: There was no luck. I don't know about you. Yeah. <laughs> Did your wife listen to this, TJ? Never. <laughs> okay. Never, ever, ever, ever. Uh, I, I, w- I definitely wouldn't say that I lucked out. It It has been, even to this day, I would say up to um up until last year maybe the start of the year before was a constant not a constant battle but a pretty big battle of trying to explain marty like what you just said is like look i'm doing this because the future right and until it wasn't really until my wife started to see some of the fruit of that labor that she started to kind of connect the dots and be like, oh, got it. Like a lot of those guardrails that I talked about before were set up in place because, you know, I knew she wanted me home on the weekends because my tendency is like you, I'll just work all the time. Like I'll just work all day. I don't care. I like it. It's where I'm refueled. It's like, it's easy. I
1: basically just said, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to do, I'm just like working. Right.
3: so." So I think the thing that saved me was that I knew I always wanted to be a dad. And then, and then I wanted to like be there with my kids. And so I constant, and then I had my wife in my ear. So I constantly had this like pulling both ways. And it's definitely not easy at all. But I also don't think, I, I think I just, I don't know. Fought it long enough that it, it turned, the tide turned finally, I guess. How many years did that take? Let's see. I've been married. So wh- I've been married for, it probably took about 10 years, nine years. Dang. Wow. Not like brutal, but like, yeah, but I that's said, it. I mean, geez, mine you lasted
1: know? seven years and one week or two weeks. Because in the state of Oklahoma, after seven years, you get alimony. So pretty quickly after that, it, it ended pretty quick. So that's that's cool, Ouch. man. You you still lasted quite a bit longer.
3: Seven yeah. Well, and, and there's weeks. that, too. You start yeah, thinking I'm that. I'm like, man. Oh, I fuck yeah. Know, two weeks.
1: It, I don't even know if it was two weeks. It was pretty much almost about a week. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was right and after seven years.
3: Oh, yeah. And well, then the, so she had it totally planned.
1: I think eventually, right? Oh, my God. I wouldn't say she had it planned after year two, but. Yeah, eventually she had it planned and left and, and in the appropriate time know. so she would get alimony. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? Oh no. Like I mean, we could go through a list of detailers. We got other ones <laughs> that we're gonna have on that
2: <laughs> Sorry.
1: that they're they're getting run they're getting run through. Yeah. Like you make a I wrong know. mistake of marrying the wrong person. I had a three and a half year divorce that listen, if I made any money 50% of it was going to her. So I had to stagnate. I had to literally stagnate my business for three and a half years. Right. Just so that I knew that if I sat in court, which fuck yeah, I did sit in court and I sat on that stand and went, yeah, man, I, I'm not sure what happened. It just, you know, it just hasn't panned out. Well, I had to stagnate my business because I knew that if, if I kept growing it, she was going to get 50%. Right. I mean, there's, you, you, you can make a lot of mistakes there's there's things that can happen if you if you marry the wrong person that could it could literally derail a business owner so, so I, I mean it is a very
3: because you were working all the time that was the reason for the divorce your divorce Big well yeah
1: because she didn't associate that i loved her got it okay right got so as, as you and i said hey i'm i'm what do you mean I didn't love you? And that was a lot of those right. those arguments like, back I and loved forth you
3: so much I was working like on what yeah,
1: the uh, fuck are like are you kidding me? Do you see me <laughs> gone all the time? Yeah, like, was, uh, and So once <laughs> she got out on her own, right? Once reality hit and once she started dating people that didn't work as much, I, you know, I got those responses of okay, now I get it. But but it wasn't until then like uh-huh. yeah, it was let's just sit and watch TV. Like, well, hold on. I don't I don't watch TV. I work. Like, that's just right. what I like to do. That's my entertainment.
3: Mm-hmm. Did she work at the time or no?
1: Well, at first, but then once, yeah, once kids started coming, Got second it. kid, uh, yeah, yeah, we we canned her working. It made it made no more financial sense for her yeah, to work.
2: Yeah, at the daycare. And yeah,
1: daycare. yeah. I mean, once you have okay, multiple yeah, yeah. kids yeah. in daycare. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, said, right. Yeah.
2: yeah. Once you hit.
4: Yeah. Just, yeah. You yeah. How many kids do
2: you have now? Okay, Six. yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Some for, people are like... Hey, four oh, that he claims on taxes. 100? Like, golly, dude. This is the an <laughs> stupidest joke ever. I only have four kids, by the way. That he claims on taxes. <clears throat> that I claim on taxes. <laughs> You've got some kids in some shower bathrooms in Vegas. Well,
1: there's there's a good chance of that. I don't claim <laughs> them on taxes either. Shower. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said Vegas. We can't talk about Vegas.
2: <laughs> we can talk about what we left there. <laughs> no, we can't.
1: Jimbo, has has there been moments of... Eh. Yes. What, what made you evaluate those moments, and why did you take take the direction that you took?
3: Um, you know, I so my parents got divorced when I was in seventh grade, and uh, I've an older sister and then two younger sisters, and. My older sister at the time my parents were getting a divorce was away at college. And so she was kind of away from the the shit storm that was happening. And then my younger sisters were way younger. And so they didn't quite understand it. But I was in that unique age where like I kind of understood it. And then I was in the middle of like their barrage of fighting with each other. And so I always gleaned back to that of like, you know, I, I don't really though. Sometimes my situation may suck being married. I don't really want to put my kids through what I went through. I don't think that's not that it's not fair or any of that. I just like, I was like, well, let me suck it up for a little bit longer to like, see if I can like pull through this a little bit, you know? And so I think it was a lot of that of of being at a really unique age when my parents were getting divorced and kind of seeing it all and seeing that it's not a pretty process and so um, part of that. And I want—I like seeing my kids every day too, you know? So luckily I just kind of hung on. I guess I did get lucky that I hang, hung on long enough for the tide to turn a little bit. There's you know? there's
1: definitely nothing, nothing like opening up the door and hearing, Daddy! And then yeah. hearing them run down the hall, right? There's nothing totally. like it. Totally. Nothing like it. Uh, DJ, totally. what about you? Moments of, oh, or... It's been just amazing the whole way through.
2: Oh no 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 (laughs) no, not at all. We had lots of moments of like, oh, you know. Um,
1: All right, what made you
2: hold on? Well, I knew that it was it was rocky, but I knew that we were meant to be. I've always known we're meant to be together. Like, we've we're just we just are. But we have moments where it's just like, we had a lot of work to get back on track in because we fell off so far. So. It's we know we're gonna be together. It's just we know we're gonna have to fight if we ever like derail the track at any any given time. If that makes sense.
1: What allows you guys to press on?
2: What allows us to our what does that sound? I don't know. Our ability to openly communicate. We've always had really good communication, like really good communication. Like we so we Meaning you talk about your feelings? essentially we debrief every night. So
3: I think that's one of the main key things. Yeah. Cause my wife and I have had the same, like an open channel of communication. Yeah. Kind of like uh, be fully open. Raw. Yeah.
1: And, and yeah. that's why I want to make a joke, but I, I'm, I'm pressing you guys to give some actual discussion here. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do you mean? Like,
2: so what do you talk
1: about? So my, right. So remember, I know. Yeah. I have, I yeah. have said something to you, like when we've been on trips or we've been doing, and, and like, you're just sitting there texting with your wife. I'm like, well, what the fuck are you talking about? I, right. And you're like, well, she's everything. Like, she's like my best friend. I'm literally. Like, Every, I'm literally like, what what everything. does that
2: mean? Like the dumbest shit, the most in-depth shit. It, it doesn't matter. Like, it's just like, I can be myself with her. I can be the dumbest, dumbest me and the most smartest me and the most arrogant me and the most asshole me. And, and she still loves me, you know? So it's like, I don't know. We talk about anything, whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, but my wife and I like I think what 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 holds holds us together is our communication and like I said, we essentially debrief every night. So every night when the kids are done, they're in the sh- they're in the bed, everyone's out. We usually will go in the like we take a shower together and we just kinda talk. Dude, with eight kids, how long is that? I mean, what do you do like eleven like, thirty? This is like nine PM. This is why I go to sleep. Have at you midnight. discovered
3: melatonin yet?
2: DJ? <laughs> she likes melatonin, I use other things, but
1: DJ just gives them straight. I'm to talking about for the kids, <laughs> not for you. Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> uh, no, you know, they I'm don't. In California, that stuff's legal out here. Yeah,
2: it's legal here now too. That's... Um, but yeah, what are we talking about? We're we're talking about reconnecting in the evening and debriefing. Uh, but just communication's been lavender. Been, been key. We were talking about essential oils Central and oils. lavender. Yeah, uh, that's what I the, use. On, I don't like melatonin; ears. it makes me groggy in the morning. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No, but I think communication is
2: a huge. It part, is. It know, is. It's. Um. Because you just know where the other person's at at all times. Like but so each, you're saying,
1: you know, you guys so would have these brain dump sessions, and essentially every night,
2: right? So uh,
1: about uh, your day, about could be, customers, about well, you could know what are y'all brain dump. So about?
2: there's there's times where we specifically will set aside times where we will. Uh, kind of dream about the business so kind of like have like a um, a dreaming session where we're like okay we want the business lo- to look like this 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 and this boom boom write it all down and then we'll set a second meeting or hang out because we usually we're drinking we're hanging out like it's just we're having a good time but we're also talking business as well okay but so your wife is act actively involved with the business she's involved in the business development aspect at
1: what it. point in time though in your relationship did she become actively involved
2: year like two maybe earlier
1: full-time let me ask that question full-time
2: yeah oh no that so she was working full full-time corporate making buku money and then i convinced her to quit to come full-time with me um, whole another story there, but that had to been I think that was baby
1: number six. Oh, okay. So, so
2: Ellis would have been two years old. He's six now, so that would have been four years.
1: The ago? four others came later. Fuck you.
2: So four years ago, she came on full time.
1: All right. So four years ago, uh, let's let's put into perspective that not many detailers have their wife also actively working on the business. On so the business, so let's go pre. You know, four years ago,
2: before the four years, yeah,
1: before the four <laughs> years. Okay, right. You know, we're you're you're a detailer that's has got a career. You're you're growing your business. What what do you talk to your wife about? What do you what do you guys discuss back and forth?
3: I I mean everything. It's the monotony and the deep stuff, right? So it's it's the this kid you know if your kids are young this kid shit up the back and the dog had diarrhea and and it's the monotony the of dumbest life. stuff ever literally the dumbest stuff you know and then it's and then sometimes that monotony leads to like talking about your feelings you know you usually don't have to a girl will normally talk about her feelings without you asking
2: yeah you don't have to have yeah yeah that's true
3: you usually don't have to they'll they'll usually they're pretty good at conversation starters. Uh I will say one other thing that worked for me or my wife and I was so after we started having kids, um, (laughs) my wife was definitely going down the stay-at-home mom route. And that for her was even though she thought that's what she wanted to do, it was actually one of the worst things for her. Oh, yeah. So uh, there was a whole couple year process in there of like coming to that kind of realization that like you can be an awesome mom and work (laughs) like just because you're not a stay-at-home mom doesn't mean you're any less of a mom either you know and that seems like a that was the conclusion at least we came to but that took that's a two-year process you know of that
1: dj i know you guys went through that we'll get to that in a second jimbo how how did you make that decision what Give us some dynamics of that inner discord. I there's there's tons right, probably thousands of detailers
3: the to become a stay at home mom or to not become a stay at home mom. I'll, I'll get there.
1: Uh, there's thousands of detailers that are probably in that same situation. Does my wife uh, continue to work, or does she stop working Man. and I become the full time breadwinner? We also, as a family, had to make that decision, and and you're right; it becomes a, a very interesting dynamic mm-hmm. for the female of associating a new role for mm-hmm. herself, right. and almost kind of giving herself a purpose, and and a lot 100%. of that purpose becomes a struggle. Yeah. Right. So, so how did how that discussion go with you and her on the the part of her leaving her job? Let's start at that part,
3: and so. I guess the good thing is, is that when we started having kids, my wife, we were still pretty young, and so she wasn't really in any established career, per se. She wasn't in... Young, what age? uh, Let's see. She was uh, 22 when we had our first kid. So she was working as like a preschool teacher at a preschool, um, thought she kind of wanted to go down that route, and then we started having kids, and it kind of just, you know, didn't she didn't really want to go back and then like you guys mentioned before kind of the whole trying to figure out daycare and uh you know it just doesn't the numbers don't add up you know yeah yeah talking about a normal job i guess you know so so at this is that so the second first kid very first so Uh, at
1: the first kid so still at one kid
3: me now Mm
4: -hmm.
3: now we have three so we had uh, three kids back to back to back. So that adds another layer of complexity. <laughs> hey, you and know, just- I,
1: I gave some wisdom to DJ. I was like, there's a reason for that,
3: you know. <laughs> how old are they? Yeah. So, but now. How, Jimbo, minus, how old are your kids? Uh, four, six, and
1: eight. Eight, six, and four. Wow. Yeah. You two. Was it, do you think any of them on that same weekend?
2: probably i mean there's a good chance of that dang dude really eight six and four nicely done
3: yeah so that's brutal on top of it oh yeah right because you got
2: thousand percent yeah you do you know you do
1: all right so so say those discussion points like what what did you guys go through when when you talked about her coming what
2: like hold on bro
1: not her coming okay her coming home and stopping
2: oh, f- to work. Sorry, Wh-
1: what was some of those things that you guys talked about? Could you make it? It's probably a, a major <clears throat> topic, oh, right? Okay. I mean, so could you survive
2: if she quit her job? In the conversation of 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 us, her coming home to work, mm-hmm. it was it was a hard sales pitch for me. So I pretty much convinced my wife that she needed a her job she, okay so backs not it wasn't one of those like manipulative it, she her job like she was corporate and my wife is like a boss like she grew this company tremendously did incredible things like made a shit ton of money but it was miserable like it consumed her in a negative way to where she'd come home fiery red. Working on holidays, working on vacations on her computer, like always checked out, always checked in the company, whether she was there, whether she wasn't there. And it consumed her. But it wasn't her business. So a typical corporate person that's gonna climb a ladder. Yeah. Oh, she was climbing. Like yeah, yeah. yeah so exactly exa- So yeah. yes. She was climbing the ladder corporate, which means you have to do all these little stupid things to, to to grow. And it was just like, dang, dude, like and the business was doing pretty good at the time, decent. I knew she had some skill sets that could help us because she's helped us get, you know, done some certain things before in the past. And I just convinced her. I said, hey, man, like, I just convinced her. And she did it, and it was great for a minute, and then it sucked all right, really so bad. any
1: wisdom to people that are listening? So hold on. It what was, are some <laughs> of those key things? You're like, you I just You should talk finances.
2: Like, you should talk finances because right. she was making an incredible salary, which I pulled from a lot more than I knew I did to help the business so the business looked great because i always had a crap ton of disposable income over here to buy new this and buy new that and buy new this but when that income's gone i can't just go do x y and z so i wasn't watching the numbers of my business and that's so years later i actually caught on to numbers profit first things like that like know your numbers which is why i preach that a lot because earlier on i wasn't watching numbers i just saw we're good she quits we're gonna grow the business everything's good but when you lose out on that revenue over there and you're the sole provider, you got to make sure your business can actually provide at the level that you want to continue to sustain on. Or you'll have to backtrack and then grow again.
1: All right. So Jimbo, any of those discussion points that you want to give out to, to, to detailers of what you discussed with your, your wife?
3: So I, I think my situation was a little unique where we were uh, so. I had this idea that I just want to go through like the worst shit storm possible all at <laughs> once because I think God. if we just do it all at once, it'll be really rough. But then pull, the band-aid, it, right? it, pull the band
1: aid, right? Pull the band aid, rip the scab.
3: So, yeah. luckily, my business was brand new, uh, hadn't had kind of money in the bank, but then you're having. We had so many kids, we kept having to move and grow to bigger and bigger <laughs> places. And you know what, right? know what causes that rot? You know it, what right? causes that rot? Yeah, <laughs> we took care of that too. So oh, uh, choppity chop! We basically huh? had no Both money, you dude. Best eight
2: hundred huh? bucks I've ever spent in my entire life. Really? Oh yeah. So
3: oh. I, I am still fertile. Oh, I thought All you right. said you took care of that. <laughs> well, she her took side. care of that. She took it. Yeah.
1: Nicely done,
2: man. I couldn't they convince her. That. I couldn't convince her to do it.
1: I really would so, think they would want that. Could you imagine? Like they, the amount that She goes. That I they gave they, you four kids. Well, no, but like, hold on. I think the I think the sales point back would be exactly. So why would you want to have that monthly problem? <laughs>
2: Like? I don't think it takes care of that, does it? It doesn't take care of that no oh it doesn't yeah th- no Marty. Oh, I thought it took care of that you're thinking of uh, menopause or something
1: yeah, I don't yeah, know what' I'm yeah, talking. Yeah, I mean I don't know an I an just, I've never made it it's been to a while those since you've been married right I mean so. I never made it there. I was asking to sit you guys back and for the wisdom.
2: just sit back like, and listen that's man. why I was asking the questions who's blowing you up on the computer, man ding
1: ding ding ding, ding ding I know i I hit.
3: But, yeah, so I kind of went through the, you know, it kind of goes back to almost your question of, like, so someone has the idea of starting a podcast, but then, like, you know, they got to put in the work to do it. Like, you just got to get through it. You got to have those hard discussions, huh? Yeah, you got to have the hard talks. You got to, like, I happened to just do all the shit at once. I had three babies at once. We had no money. We had to, you know, move apartments. I had to do this podcast thing with a computer that had to be plugged into the wall. If it didn't plug into the wall, would, awesome. I'd lose everything. Like that's awesome. You know, it wasn't. <laughs> it was shitty. Yeah, you know? yeah, I just had a ginormous shitstorm over my head for a long time, and I and I just had the mindset of like, if I just keep grinding it out, like eventually the momentum is going to flip, and the mo- once the momentum flips, I'll have all these tools that I've gained through the shitstorm.
1: And, shit storm, and I'm know, I mean I think DJ would say I mean I'm 100% right on that page.
2: Oh, you guys are right. You I, guys are, but then the, my
1: problem was is I didn't communicate that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. I mean yeah. my my spouse didn't share the same vision.
3: So so
1: let's let's go with that question. How
3: I mean so you start with the end in mind. Yeah, and so I mean and,
1: so how do you how do you get a spouse to come along to that vision?
3: I don't know. I don't know. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you, she's got, I mean, you got to paint it the picture rely. and she's going to like it. Like, I don't know.
3: Here's the only thing I think is that you could say, so I remember a conversation since you want something really like practical and that happened. I remember, I think it was after we had our third kid and uh, my wife was going through like kind of an identity crisis and just like all these we had to move again we really had no money we got another baby our middle kid is a boy and and then our oldest and youngest are girls and he was like a really horrible baby he just like (laughs) was different it was just i hope he watches this
2: one day when he gets older
4: yeah like literally just everything that
3: could go wrong was going wrong right and so kind of those moments that dj was talking about like you finally get all the kids to bed and you know um you're just sitting in bed and you're just small talking you know and my wife's like going through this identity crisis and not sure if she wants to be a stay-at-home mom and all that and i remember having a really specific conversation with her of like hey when you um trying to get her on board with like the vision right right yeah yeah
2: trying to get her on board yeah
3: And I remember saying, like, and I always had the thought, I never wanted her to be a stay-at-home mom. Like, I never wanted that. I always wanted her to work and, like, have her thing that she did, her outlet. That's I always viewed work as an outlet, right? And so um, we were laying in bed one night, and I'm like, hey, I really, like, what do you do? I was asking her, what do you do after, maybe it's been a really tough night to get the kids down for bed. Like, what do you do on your phone when you are just, like, trying to, Relax and like let it all go. What do you do? And she's like, Oh, you know, well, I'm really into like watching makeup tutorials on YouTube because I'm having this not her words, but basically what she was saying is having an identity crisis and I feel ugly because I have all these kids and my body's done all this weird stuff for the past like six years in a row. Good job, Jimbo. You know? It's your freaking
2: yeah. fault, dude.
3: Yeah, totally my fault. Yeah, no, right? it's your fault. Everything is your fault. It's okay. your fault, Jimbo. Like it's, it's your just. Fault.
2: All you have to do is say, You're right, majority of the time and the arguments are it's over. I'm just like, you know what? You're right, it's my fault. And then she's you're like
3: right.
2: I can't even argue with you. Yeah, you're right.
3: She's like, You're right, you are right.
2: Yeah, uh uh-huh. yep. moving on.
3: Yeah. So anyway, it was it happened for her, she was like, Oh, makeup, you know, she <laughs> liked watching makeup tutorials and all that. So I was like, Oh, why don't you just like I don't know, start getting into makeup, right? And that that was kind of the birth of like her now she runs a She's a makeup artist and does weddings and photo shoots and all wow. that stuff. But that was kind of the beginning of wow. the um, the start of her career for the first time in her life was like a legit career. That's awesome. And her being able to like find that passion became an outlet. And then once she started to see success with that... And she got out of the house a little so, bit more and out of the shit storm. That's why you guys are clicking money, now. That makes sense. Started yeah. to click. Yep, because right. she has
2: a
1: little bit of entrepreneurialism. In so her. that's
2: what I wanted to ask earlier on. Is like, so when yeah. did it click and how did it happen? You answered it for me just now. Is that she caught the bug too, and understands the grind now and can respect all the shit you did before that pissed yeah. her off. Yeah, that's 100%. cool. Yeah, that's and then cool. They're
3: making a little bit of money she does nice things, right? So Who then she did, buys yeah. the handbag that she has always wanted because now she has the money (laughs) and she's like, shit, I feel good. Like, I like this. I want more of this. And it's like, okay, then you could circle back and like, yeah, right. So that's why you got to go to work.
1: So let's put, let's put in perspective, some listeners that might have a spouse that might be in a similar situation. Would you encourage them to, you know, try and push their spouse towards finding something that they would sell or do? Or, I mean,
3: no? Well, I think like you guys talked about it, it, it's very difficult to because if she goes to work like my wife goes to work and I'm at work, we have to hire someone right? So there's that balance of like trying to make that work but that's where it was great for her to run her own business because both our schedules were kind of flexible so we could almost work like opposite shifts in a way that we didn't have to hire someone but I don't know. I'm a big believer in like just doing stuff that you like to
4: do.
2: Yeah, there you right. Go. So, yeah. No, no, no. no. There you the, go. No, that—that'd be yeah, that, no, that, yeah. What do you mean? Inter- that's my answer too. Is that like if if her thing is going to boxing every morning and then going to yoga in the evenings, then that's that's your that's your outlet, not your job. That's your outlet. Your job is to take care of our family and take care of our kids. Provide like provide for the kids while I actually physically physically go work. But you need like our wives need no matter if we're out there growing the business and grinding eight hours a week like i was to be in a position where i'm at now cool but your wife still needs an outlet like your wife right. needs an outlet your husband needs an outlet whoever's listening like husband like they they your significant other they need an outlet period it doesn't matter how great you're doing and how much you're growing and how much you're doing and it's all important but you can carve out a little bit of time for them to have an outlet if they have that outlet and have something that they can do for themselves there'll be better spouses to you and more understanding for you. So cool,
1: so you've been working, you got up at, you know, five, you went in at 6, 6.30, you're getting home at seven, your wife says, hey, I, I'm gonna go do this. What is your, uh, what is your words of wisdom to the detailer that's in that same situation that is now then having to leave their past 10 hours of grinding to do dishes or clean the house or take care of the kids when you go? suck it up bro yeah suck it up or hey 10
2: hours or plan better i don't know that's 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 the discussion do you suck
1: it up or do you go no why was that not done before
2: hell no no i say that now because i know what it's like raising (laughs) kids at home like (laughs) no no why weren't the kids
1: kids already showered by the time they already showered
2: yeah i would choke you out like that's what i would say like, yeah, like yeah. don't ever ask me that why they yeah the dishes are yeah, not? The done they're not all right but no um i mean you just commute like figure out okay she wants to go to yoga at 9 a.m on mondays okay well don't work sunday night. like don't like you figure you, you figure out what her set thing is gonna be and you, it's 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 all about you. You can plan your details out. You can plan how you got to attack the right. car. You can plan how you schedule your routes. You can plan this. You can plan for your fucking spouse too. You can do that. You can do that. You can do that. You can plan for your spouse,
1: Jimbo. Why do you think that it's so important to plan for your spouse in order to stay in business long term?
3: Well, because if you get divorced, like you talked about, they're going to take half, right? <laughs> so that hurts.
1: So DJ <laughs> Oh, you don't know, have I was gonna ask you the same question. What'd you ask if I just I don't know. I mean it, that's right. Like there's
3: it comes down to what do you want? Like it like comes down to, to what do you want?
1: Game. Yeah, it's what's the priority. Yeah. Right. At the same time though, that's a tough struggle. Because I, I, could at, them, I could look at I could look at a woman, I could look at a wife or whatever you want to say it and you go look at men too if you want. No, I don't look at men. Uh and go, hey, but if I don't go do X, Y, and Z, if I don't go make the money, if I don't go polish this car, if I don't go answer this question from this customer, we might not have X, Y, and Z. You can fill in the blank, right? You guys understand my not 100% point. 100% of
3: the time, though, right? Like, no,
1: no, I get it. a, It's not 100% of the time, yeah. but there's times that it does happen. How how do you, and it goes back to a little bit of my question earlier, how do you evaluate? Like, it, I know Josh from Rad, it. They he puts a schedule on his phone. His phone automatically goes off at a certain time. What are some things that you guys have done to help that buffer situation, right? It's not like there's a, mm, a, an the answer buffer. for <clears throat> every situation, but right. I mean, there's a buffer, right? I mean, there's
2: yeah. There so,
1: is. so how do you guys evaluate those moments of real time family versus I've got a customer asking something?
3: I I I don't do a good job at that, especially with like having a little bit of an online life too that doesn't have hours because when I just had a detailing business, it was kind of easy. Again, my day would wrap up detailing around 4, 4.30. And then I would go home and from 4.30 to 8 or 8.30 or whatever uh, would be family time, right? Which is plenty enough family time. And then maybe reserve an hour or so uh, with the wife. And then some nights at 10 o'clock, 10.30, I'm back on the computer trying to figure out my side hustle, right? And so... That, but that doesn't last forever either, right? Like, it's just, I think that it, if if people can have a perspective, and this is what I tell my wife sometimes too, like, if you could have the perspective of, like, it doesn't last forever. Like, I'm not going to do this for the rest of my life. This is just a moment in time until we can get to the next season of life, right? And the, like DJ said, and I'm experiencing the same thing, like, the season of life we're in right now is, like, it's great. You know, like it's a lot better than it's ever been. We got a little bit of extra money. Like our schedules are even more flexible. Her whole business went away with COVID, but like mine exploded. Man, you know, but mine exploded. And that through that explosion, it gave some additional opportunities that she's involved with now. Cool. Right. And so it kind of, everything is just, I don't know, I kind of look at it like everything's just temporary for now. Yeah. You know, that's awesome, dude.
1: So, all right. Uh, any words of wisdom on how to find that right spouse that also thinks? Because is it just about uh, connecting with you as a person and you know who you are physically and what you like? How does how does a detailer go about uh, finding a spouse that might also
2: anything that you guys words of wisdom? Jimbo, are you a matchmaker? Because I am not a matchmaker no? whatsoever, I'm... bro.
3: The thing that kind of came to mind was it sounded cliche in my head, though, like instead of trying to find the right person, try to be the right person, like try to if, if that's what you want. Right. If you if you want to be married and have a family or whatever, if that's like your end goal, then it really starts with the other person in mind. And that's the lesson that I've had to learn because I'm selfish. You know, I am. And so but I realize when I think about other yeah. people. It, when i put her first no
1: no, or, no. i mean that's, that's exactly yeah. why i asked the question i mean right. it, it's it, if if we're going to be business owners you're right we have to be a bit selfish that's what it, i
2: said earlier it's like you, but you gotta you gotta have the intuition to pick and choose too when to be selfish right because you can be selfish you have to be selfish too we're all in business to grow right we don't want to just i don't want to clean a car my whole life i want to grow and DJ, and what time as,
3: what time were you at the gym the other night like 11 p.m.
2: Oh, it's not uncommon. Yeah, like I have right. to go when he, I can go. Yeah, I, like that, and he's that,
3: being selfish, but he's being selfish when he perfect has the example. Thank you. So there's
2: times where I'm like, you know what, fuck, man, I don't want to go to the gym at like at midnight right. tonight. Who but does? I, I'm going right. to the gym though. Like this is what keeps me sane lately. Like I'm going to the gym. Damn it. So I'll sacrifice. Okay, you know what? You go do that, babe. I got the kids. I'll, mm-hmm. When they go to bed, I'll. And then the kid doesn't go to sleep. And then that's the night the kid doesn't want to go, the baby doesn't want to go to sleep at night. So I'm like, oh, dude, come 100%. on, go to sleep, bro. <laughs> so yeah, no, yeah, good point. So there's it's a lot of planning. That's what I said. If you, as, as detailers, we have to be schedulers too. Like whether you're mobile, whether you're shop, whether you're whatever it is, you're scheduling something, whether it's even the detail itself, like the actual physical detail you're planning out. Okay vacuum first this this you can do that you can do that excellent all of you can like listening you can why can't you do that with your family too why can't you do it with your wife too or your husband too or your kids too like put them in the mix as well just like you do your own business and i guarantee you're gonna see just exponential like just goodness coming in all different ways because like when your wife's happy your husband's happy your kids are happy like you're you're able to do more and just be cool too because you can everyone's taken care of that's for me personally. it all sounds great it all sounds great it's a lot of freaking work yeah it's a lot of freaking work a lot of work
1: all right before we hop off of here jimbo um dj let's talk about uh josh the boss hog hey josh yeah rye whiskey barrels ale what are you gonna get
2: I feel bad, man, because you uh, don't feel you bad. waited on this for don't me and, and so on and so forth, but I'd I'd probably rate it a solid two and a half.
1: Two and a half. Uh so Jimbo, the interesting part about uh DJ with four kids and a family man, is he you're gonna go what, two and a half? Yep. Two and a half. Uh, Previously, in a former life, he would have looked at that eleven percent alcohol, and I would have been like, "Please," and it would have <laughs> given a five and a half. Send is it. what he would have done. Five and a half. I want as many as I can. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're
2: absolutely right.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting the way family uh, and DJ. It, happens. it does Changes happen.
2: You. I don't like. And to we should Uber celebrate like that, right?
1: Home. We should celebrate that him as a man is. uh, is less on the high alcohol and more on the enjoyment of what (laughs) all's going on no doubt no doubt yeah uh josh the boss boss hawk for me yeah i I mean i'm gonna go three i'm gonna drink it and i i I mean i enjoyed it but
4: would you grab it again
1: but I, i mean it's not gonna be on the top of my list to go grab now if i had to drink a Rye whiskey barrel. You aged. you picked this one. Because yeah, you I mean, knew like, it. if yeah, it yeah, was yeah. so specific, yeah, I'm gonna grab this one. That'll never happen. Yeah, but it's never gonna happen. I'm just gonna grab a beer. No, I'm I'm probably not gonna grab it. But uh, if you're a do you detailer, taste a plum though? I do, I taste that plum. That's weird, and I don't know how to describe I mean, but it's that, it's that. I mean, Jimbo, when you eat a Jimbo, plum, listen, as he goes to mute, I get it, Jimbo, yeah. I totally Hold get on. it. As, I do this? But if you're going to – oh, there you go. Nice. <laughs> but if you eat a plum, right, there's that first, like, burst of citrus that hits certain parts of your – Cheek.
2: Well – That little tingle right there?
1: Yeah, it's that little tingle. Yeah. I mm-hmm. I taste that when I, I drink this. I taste that plum tingle. you feel that little tingle. right there? I do. Do you not?
2: I don't like plum tingle. Do you like plum tingle?
1: Well, I do like it, but just not so you like plum tingle? Five. I like it at a three.
2: You like three plum tingles. Three out of five. Three plum, like plum tingles. Plum tingle.
1: I do.
3: Fair enough.
2: Jimbo, word, when, you tr- when you
1: eat plum, do you get that plum tingle?
3: <laughs> sure.
1: All right. Nice. All right, Jimbo, uh, where do people find you on social?
3: Sure. I, they could just go to autodetailingpodcast.com and all my links are on there, or you could search Jimbo Balaam, but either one of those anywhere will get you access to me.
1: Love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, last words of wisdom. If you're going to throw out a uh, a bit to any detailer that's listening, maybe they're thinking of marriage, maybe they're in a marriage. You know, either way, what as you would throw out a word of wisdom for a detailer thinking of uh, of marriage, any last information that you want to put out?
3: Communicate in balls in the purse, it could be worse.
1: I'm, I'm gonna need a little. I'm. We're from the Midwest, Oklahoma. I'm just kidding. You know, it's, it, a it's a little bit more. Where there's actually a lot of Californians
3: moving to Oklahoma, which Did is interesting. Are, is there? Yeah, yeah there but are. they're moving
2: here for different reasons, Marty.
3: What are the reasons?
2: I don't know. What do you mean
1: different? What's different?
2: I mean, there's a lot of opportunity here in Oklahoma now.
1: Oh, they're moving here for the medical marijuana. Yeah, but but there's Got also it. a large oh, yeah. majority of Californians that are just moving out of California because they're like, this is yeah. fucking crazy there's, state. Yeah, so right, an there's plenty of
2: those people that are that way too. Go to Texas, leave
1: us alone. There's We're plenty fine. of Californians going to Texas. Good, like uh, I like Oklahoma. What's hottest. the guy that sold his podcast the mask, to Spotify yeah. for five hundred million dollars? Oh. What's that guy?
2: Who? Name? What? Yeah. I
3: don't know who that
2: was.
1: And the guy that's also in the boxing stuff, MMA. Oh, what's his uh, name? Joe Rogan. Rogan is now in Texas. Oh
2: yeah, so. gotcha.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Or maybe it's a yeah, hundred million or something. It was. But it's a
3: the largest podcast like sell off. Yeah. What? Have kind of a deal breaker for me. What's that? Weather.
2: Oh, really?
1: Well, right. Remember, he is amazing. A hair. Like, look at him. Like he it's would. Got to be seventy five degrees, die degrees here. every time you he would details ha- a car. You'd hate your life here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you'd he hate was it. bored. Yeah, yeah so this was yeah. like I was bored. What? Because yeah. it was seventy five
2: degrees. every Tulsa day? Tulsa would like, yeah, you'd yeah. be miserably depressed.
1: There's can be four different seasons in one day. No doubt, it happens. That's All right, nice. so communications is your big deal, DJ. What? Uh, what about you? When you're you're going to talk to detailers, looking at marriage or already in marriage?
2: I say find something your significant other likes. Encourage them to do it, and find time to allow them to have that space to do it. Boom, Well said. I'm like I'm telling you that. Like, I've recently done that. Like over the past couple years that we've been like. It's 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 huge, and it could be like she goes to boxing in the mornings at at nine a.m. and she's there for forty five. She's back home at like you know in an hour and a half, and like she's fulfilled the rest of the fucking day. I am like ha- like right. it's just it doesn't take much, but if she sees or he sees that you are you are you are fully engaged in what they want to do, it, it it just it it goes it goes really far. It really really does.
1: I like it. I am gonna go from the single man's perspective. Uh, a little bit of what swipe what, left or swipe. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> a little bit of what Jimbo's saying. I you're have somebody. now started to make sure that anybody that I'm gonna start dating or talking to that they understand how much I work and get it out there at the forefront of if, if First you're date, th- second date? uh no 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 much later but uh once uh (laughs) once we decide if we're going to actually move into some discussions of uh of uh calling ourselves you know something and determining that we are something then then i'm going to let them and make sure them know that hey if you're going to come on board then you're going to understand of of who i am and and how i operate so that's about day three all right yeah 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 uh (laughs) But I I would say that would be my word of wisdom is if whoever you are, make sure that that person that you're going to start dating, if then thinking of uh, future long term. I don't think I communicated that well enough, Um, and I don't think that uh, she understood how much it took and what all was involved with uh, owning a micro— and we're not a small business, right? I mean, we're a extremely micro business. Uh, what all it takes to do that, and so definitely, if I ever go into a second marriage or into further relationships with somebody, they're going to understand, you know, that that is my business is my baby. So uh, right. yeah, it takes a lot of work, and they're going to have to understand that. Jimbo, thanks for your time, man. Uh, I really yeah, appreciate guys. it. Uh, I know you got another, uh, you know podcast probably you got to go over to or
3: he's writing
2: as we speak yeah
1: i mean
3: i'm like, uh, like
1: shut uh, up actually dude.
3: it's uh 420 here Ooh, i gotta go uh
1: is it is it i don't i mean it's december here. it's december i mean i guess it's we december to, 16th here I, we I have to join them then, i right? mean 420 theirs but it's <laughs> december 16th here i don't know that's interesting
2: i get it i get it um, all right
1: jimbo man thanks for your time cool. man have it you got it guys great to Thank see you bro see
3: you all again. right
0: see ya bye <coughs> okay episode is over if you got any value from it leave us a review share the episode and find us on tiktok it would mean the world to me <coughs>